When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. world outside your window may not be great, but here on Post Show Recaps, everything is super over. Uh, I am Jason Reed, one of your hosts to talk about this great show, Loki, finale of season two. With me is my co-host, Sasha Joseph. Sasha, how, how are you feeling? How's it going? We're, uh, we're, we're, we've made it. We're here. Yes, here we are. Um, it's I just, I can't believe it, if I'm being honest, where we've actually made it to the end. Uh, you and I, like a different Loki, we, we were talking about that pre-show, but outside of that, it was beautiful. It was, mm. I can't believe I'm not let down by a Marvel show. Like, I'm in listen, shock. The quality was pretty consistent Ooh, overall. Oh, so God. Oh, my God. It was, yes. it was good overall, like the whole time, the whole way through. Shocking, I know, for, for a Marvel project <laughs> The nowadays. bar is so low. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Can I also say, I was just, the CGI, right? And the visual effects, the sound, the writing, the the com- comedy even. Just all of it together. Thank you, Marvel. This is what yeah. we want. <laughs> and where, you know, the first, was, was, was she like the first Marvel show that we covered? The first Marvel show that we covered yes. together. Yes. Really felt like they had something going for it, but the CGI was the big sticking point throughout Ooh, most of that yes. show. And here it felt like they put money into it all, right? Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, a secret invasion was good on CGI, but everything else was blah. And here it's all where was like the story? Right. It feels like this all came together. Yeah. And you know, when we say over, it feels like over over for loki like i don't Mm -hmm. think we're getting to season three out of this this feels like a definitive end to this series um yeah it feels like we're we're not coming back to our to our characters anymore we we left off with with an ending for a lot of our characters here and it feels like 
may, we'll probably see Loki in the future. I would imagine and hope at some point, but I don't think he's getting his own series again. No, no, no. I, it doesn't seem like it. I was looking up a few interviews by the Loki like production team, um, and one of these stood out that said, we approach this as two halves of a book. Season one, first half. Season two, we closed the book on how uh, on Loki and the TVA. Um, where it goes beyond that, I don't know. I just need to tell a full and complete story across the two seasons. Yeah, so it feels like, you know, could we see TVA down the line? It's it's a little yeah. murky. It's a little murky by the end of this, what the TVA's role is now. Mm-hmm. What do they do now? It doesn't feel like they're pruning anymore. So what is their job? What is their role now that we're letting all of the timeline branches branch freely? Um, yes. You know, in, in the universe. So what is their role? What is their job? Looks like they're still being vigilant, but we don't know what they'll do if they see something that doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Uh, no, very much agree. Yeah, um, let's let's kind of jump in. There's a lot to tackle here, so let's kind of jump into the episode proper. Uh, you know, we wondered what what was going to happen. We we left last episode with Loki coming coming time slipping right before Victor Timely goes out into the loom again. So we're like, okay, so Loki's going to jump into action here uh, and and change something. But no, he actually. Just let's everything go the way it went before. Victor Timely walks out the door. He spaghettifies. And, but Loki turns around to OB. He's like, yo, so what could we have done better? What could we have, you know, how could we have avoided this? And OB's like, uh, you know, the, the problem is we just took too long. The radiation built up too much. And that's what got us. That's what got mm-hmm. us here again. So Loki says, got you. We got to do this faster. We got to do this in a more timely manner. So he, you know, Loki starts small, right? He goes, he yes. goes back to that moment again. And he just starts telling people, okay, yeah, a little faster. Just keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. He does this a few times. Mobius, Mobius clocks this where, you know, before Loki, uh, you know, goes down and helps out Victor, he's like, all right, this time we're going to do this, this, and this. And Mobius is like, this time, what do you mean by this time? So we, we kind of go through this sequence over and over again for a few times mm. before, you know, he goes, he, he starts going back even earlier and earlier and earlier. I love this moment where he goes back to where Miss Minutes and Ravana and uh, freaking Brad Oof. have have timely held hostage and Loki just pops up. He's like, Hey, Miss Minutes, I know you're hurt. I know you got some stuff, you, you know, that you have to work through, but we don't got time for that. We got to get Victor out there. Uh, I, I love that moment uh, in in the episode. It kind of love, you know, our little comic players that we love. Uh, what? How did you feel about the, you know, the constant slip in the constant, uh, you know, as, as many TV shows and movies do, we've got like Edge of Tomorrow. Doctor Strange did this where we're kind of trying to break out of the loop in some way. We keep going over and over and over again. How did you feel about how Loki did it? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Again, I think Tom Hiddleston slash Loki And this version of Loki felt like the Loki we knew, right? He was giving us, or we we like, the god of mischief, not the god of stories, where it was very much giving us messy. It was giving us, no, like, I'm in charge. I am him, Mm -hmm. right? In in still a kind way, because there has been growth. Right, it, with he, he still has some. He still has some wit and a little bit like of a sharp swag. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's what I think. That's what make this sequence different and made it more enjoyable to me because yeah. I was like, yeah, 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 do this more. Because um, at one point I can't remember which exact sequence it was, but my notes just say, "Oh my god, he's constantly talking about being a god." I love this because he. Everyone was like, "Well, how do you know? What are you talking about? I'm a god." 
Trust yeah, me. Just don't worry about it. I'm a god. It, it, it's kind of like the show, you know, treats us, right? We're like, could you yes. explain this a little more? Like, don't worry about it. It's the show you're gonna enjoy. Just calm down. We're good. I don't need to explain it to you. I'm a mm-hmm. I'm a god. I'm a show. <laughs> I, I'm an MCU project. We're good. You're gonna enjoy it. Just, just sit back and relax. And <laughs> why is like crazy ass Miss Minutes not letting, you know, not giving any pushback, right? Like that's I, I would have how- loved to see, I would have loved to see Miss Minutes be like. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. You, you're very forceful. Like you seem like you have something to do. So, so go ahead. I wish you could have gotten a little more of that back and forth. Like you said, between Loki and Miss Minutes in, in that moment, not enough Miss Minutes in this finale at no. all. Uh, I feel like but that was definitely just- missing. She's a psycho killer, and all we get from her in this episode is her just, like, laying back. I mean, like, yeah, take timely. I don't need him anymore. Yeah, so weird. Get out of here. So we go, we keep, we keep going back because nothing's working. So we go back again a little further to when Timely you know, finally arrives at the TVA and he meets OB. He's like, yeah, yeah, you both wrote the book. Like, it's all good. Like, we just got to figure this thing out. Uh, Loki's like, it, they go through the whole thing. Like, who's going to take it out there? He says, Time- Victor is because he's going to volunteer. Like, trust me, you will. <laughs> it's all good. You're, you're going to volunteer for this. Uh, he's like, yeah, and Mobius I love- is you. And I know it looks, I know it looks yeah. like Mobius, but it's actually Victor. So don't worry about it, Mobius. So good. No, and I also want to say, like, this is before Timely's arc, right? Before Mm -hmm, his whole, like, I am maybe stepping out of being a con man. And, you know, like, a little bit more altruistic. I care more about the world. Blah, blah, blah. We have not gotten there yet. The the hot chocolate hasn't been dropped on the floor yet. People haven't been pruned yet in front of Victor Timely. Mm -hmm. So all of this to say, imagine getting a con man, who only cares about himself and like, you know, almost like not his actual variant, but I mean like his, you know, brain variant in OB. And it's like, I really only care about OB because OB is me. I'm him chicken and egg situation. And now I have to be altruistic and literally spaghettify myself for y'all. It's like, Victor, you're going to go through a very uh, touching journey uh, to realize you want to be a hero. But we don't have time for that shit. You just got to go now. Okay. (laughs) Just trust me. And I love like, and more the the fun of when they go into the the loom chamber. He's like, okay, you're just going to stick your head in here. It's all good. Don't worry about it. See, I'm going to do it too. And he's like, he sticks his head. He's like, "Eh." he's like, see, all good. Go ahead. And he just rushes through the whole thing. And of course, again, it doesn't work. So Loki's like, oh, OB, I, I, we need to figure this out. How can I know what you know? Like, you need more help. How can I figure out what you mm-hmm. know? He's like, OB says, well, that would take like decades. Maybe Victor, Victor then goes, maybe even centuries. So it's like, centuries i got i got time i got tons of it i can mm-hmm. i can figure this out so I, I you know i just love it's like centuries later that killed me like i yeah. actually laughed out loud because in my mind i said did he stop to sleep did he stop to you know eat did he stop to just hang out in certain parts like i wonder if he just showed up like 400 400 years previous to when yes. ob was you know just a lowly tech guy in the basement he's like hey i'm loki um, I, I just want you to teach me everything you know. I don't care if it takes 400 years. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be like your assistant. You'll teach me everything you know. I wouldn't know if that was that, or if you just kept coming back to the same times. Okay, teach me something else. All right, now teach me something else now. Like, I, I just wonder how, the, how that went. But I do, you know, I didn't need that, so I appreciate they just kind of got Yeah, yeah, I didn't it. either. I think it's yeah. fun for us to speculate, right, like what happens with, when Loki is just vibing for centuries mm-hmm. with his friends. Uh, but you know we do later find out maybe that was for good 
because yeah, so you know, is alone. Yeah, Loki now is back is back in the loom room again. We're back in the same sequence, but Loki knows a whole bunch of stuff. He's like, Yeah, I got this. He's working the mod, he's working the, the board himself, he's sending the thing out. He he's got it all in hand. It's like, mm-hmm. watch out, OB coming for your job. But <laughs> you know, it, it's it's such a fun sequence there. Mobius is like, What the hell's going on? What are you doing? You from the from two seconds ago, you all of a sudden know so much stuff. He's like, don't worry about it, Mobius. I know what I'm doing. Mobius says, no, you don't. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. But, and again, so now it seems like we've really got things clicked in. We've got things dialed in, right? Timely goes back out there. And guess what? He doesn't spaghettify. He, he's making it. It's slowly but surely. He's making it to the launcher. Loki's like, you're doing you're doing great, Timely. You're doing great, Victor. You're so brave. One foot in front of the other. Um, you know, he's like, and Victor's out there and he puts the he puts the thing as like, ah, I told you, don't put it down. It's gonna roll off because that's probably happened in one of the other uh you know instances he's done this. I, uh, in my notes, I said this really just feels like a video game where you have the mm-hmm. checkpoints and you know you keep you keep dying and you keep going back to the same point. Uh so you know, and now you know exactly what to do, you know how to get past a certain part. So Victor gets the multiplier loaded. He's able to launch it after a couple of failed attempts. Looks like the button sticks. You got to he gotta hit a little harder. Uh, yeah. So it works. And, you know, he tells Victor to come back. Victor comes back. Everybody's like, we did it. We solved it. We're done. It's all good. You know, I, I love Victor's. I love Victor's uh, cheer. Just pumpkins. Yes. Pumpkins. <laughs> so. I don't know if it was like a curse word or what, but I was like, he's just making up words left and right. And I'm obsessed with Victor Timely. Victor Timely. Um, (laughs) So, yes, the loom is stabilizing. We're good. And we're like, all right, show's over. It was a very short show. Let's everybody get back to work. And now it's like, oh, wait. Like, Moby says the readings are off. The loom is overloading again. Looks like, what do you mean? Like, how how is that possible? I spent mm-hmm. so much time getting to this moment, and Obi says there's still just too many branches, even for the new size of the rings um, of the loom, like that we you're supposed to stabilize, but there's just still just too many. And Victor says, well, you know, that's the thing: the branches are duplicating at an infinite rate. It's a scaling problem. You will never be able to accommodate how many branches there are, no matter what you do. The loom will always fail. Sylvie says this was doomed to happen. As soon as the timelines started branching, this was always going to happen. So, ding, light bulb. Loki says, when did the branching start happening exactly? Oh, I know. When Sylvie killed He Who Remains. So what? So as a whole, how did you feel about the fact that for the past probably four or five episodes, none of that mattered? It It was just... We got, we started to go back to the very beginning. So there was, um, interestingly, you bring this up because our that actually that was going to be my question to you as well. So one of the writers, uh, er, no, like lead writer, sorry, Eric Martin said uh, that episode five they actually had another um, thing shot. And okay. they end up like they said that was one of the one um, we worked on together, like with the directors and our original episode got nuked. The previous version was the one they came uh, on because of. So it seems like that was their favorite episode, the one that got like obliterated mm-hmm. by Marvel. Um, so they had to come up with something new and there was uh, this mind meld, blah, blah, blah. So it turns out that like i wonder if that original episode 
would have maybe given us more clarity because now um, it gives me more frustration into your theory of like friendship solves all Loki gets better. Yeah. And then, you know, and it's because this was the main thrust of the, of the, of the season, right? We have to figure Mm -hmm. out a way to increase the loom and make the branches fit, but that never mattered. It was never going to work. So for the past three or four episodes, we have been trying to solve this problem that could just not, could just not be solved. Yeah. So that was interesting. But the, 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 the thing where I'm not that mad is, I had fun along the way, right? hundred percent. It, it's about the journey. So I can excuse the fact that we were on a mission for basically nothing. It was all going to fail in the first place. It's yeah. all about friendship, you know, whatever. Uh, so right before everything goes kablooey again in the loom room, Loki time shifts himself back to the moments right before Sylvie kills He Who Remain from the, you know, the end of season one. This is where he comes back to right before Sylvie runs her knife through He Who Remains. He tells Sylvie, listen, I know that you don't want to trust me, but if I, you have to believe me, if you kill him, everything ends. I've seen it. She says, you're just seduced by the throne. He says, I don't want this throne. She says, well, you're going to have to kill me if you want to stop me. So in that in that moment, I think probably all of us at home were like, oh, this is where this is going to turn now. Loki's going to have to kill Sylvie, mm-hmm. and that's going to be the big emotional crux of the show. He's going to have to you know, kill the one who... He loves slash slash admires. Um, so we go round and round and round. Um, Loki keeps trying to talk her down. It never works. It's so many sequences of different ways that Sylvie kills. He remains different ways that Loki tries to intervene. And Loki's like, dude, he turns to he remains like, why are you never trying to stop her? Why do you just sit there every time? And, you know, Loki, he, you know, he remains, stops the clock. He pauses Sylvie. Yep, and he asked Loki, "So, how many times have we done this? I, I assume that you can control time now." And so it, it's the turn happens. We're like, "Oh, okay, this is still he remains still knows what's up." Yeah, we're we're still in his game, right? We're mm-hmm. we're just here, and he is still running us. And I bet you, if I was Loki, I would punch him in the face because there's totally. no. Way. Yeah, he's like, you thought that you, he remains says, you thought you were sticking it to the man, but no, you did you really think I would let her kill me? It's all yep. about reincarnation, baby. And I mean, I mean, again, Jonathan Majors is a shithead, but yes. he he's a damn good acting shithead. Uh, <laughs> he, he I shines here was again. Like, oh, I hate you so much, but but he's so smug in mm-hmm. all of it. He pulls it off so good. Yeah. Um, and Loki, you know, kind of realizes that he's been played again. And he talks about die. He, he quotes T.S. Eliot. He says, we die with the dying. We are mm-hmm. born with the dead. Um, you know, he remains like, listen, we can keep playing the game. We can keep going through it a few more thousand times and, until you're ready until you're ready to come back here and talk for real. But that's when Loki pauses. He says, you know what? What makes you think this is the first time that we've had this conversation? Because and now it seems like, oh, oh the tables are turning again. Because yep. Loki, Loki knows more than he remains knows at this point because you know they've had this conversation before, but he remains doesn't know it because this is the first time he's had this conversation. He remains says, Oh, okay, I got it. So you you probably you probably have met Victor by now, you had problems with the loom, all this and that. Who he remains, this is a little problem with the loom. The loom is a failsafe. 
when the loom overloads and explodes, all it does is deletes the timelines that aren't supposed to be there mm. and only leaves the sacred timeline, which is how I designed it anyway. The TVA and all the people in there, they're collateral damage, easy to rebuild. But all my variants are already going to be out there. Loki says, listen, we will stop them. He remains says, it won't matter. It'll be the same every time. You lose the loom overloads. Boom, boom, boom. We're all good. We're still in the same situation. So I'm good. This gives Loki kind of apoplectic. He's agitated. He says, listen, we're going to change the equation. We're going to break the loom. Yes. He remains says, Is this, if you do that, nothing survives. The, the war starts. Not even the sacred timeline is going to be here. All that you've experienced is because I have been here to keep watch. I've been here to keep you and your friends safe, to keep you on the sacred timeline, on the path you're supposed to be on. What do you think will happen to you, your friends, your family, if you destroy the loom? I make the, ta- the tough choices to keep you safe. This is mercy. That the, He remains says, this is, this is a merciful way. This, he's doing this to help you. I'm suppressing you to, to help you out. Where have we heard this before? You know? Uh, so, yeah, just it's, it's crazy to me. Uh, but Loki insists we will find another way. And remains, this seems yeah. to almost be one of the first times, right? Like after Loki's so frustrated that we hear he who remains be normal, right? Like get off his theatrics and almost speak in a calm way. But he's also a little worried, I think, because yeah, he yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he realizes that Loki knows the game now. Yeah, and he's going to find a way to maybe break out of the game because this is still according to he remains his plan. Uh, this is all the the road he's paved. But Loki now is realizing that and finding a way. He's like, okay, all right. So let, let me just tell you, if don't do what you're thinking of doing, because mm-hmm. uh, all this needs to stay intact. So he, he for the first time, he seems a little worried. Yeah, and I think when Loki quotes T.S. Eliot, that feels like the moment where, because I saw his face change, so I actually rewinded it and like li- like watched uh, Kang or He Who Remains, whatever the hell, uh, his face again, and it, it just, you're right, I-, I couldn't understand what it was, I just felt like, oh, he's like being real, but I think you're more correct in that, like, he's scared. Because I don't know that he was ready for that. It felt like that, oh, that wasn't what I wrote, you know? Yeah. I didn't want Loki to say that to me. Because so far, he remains, has to try to convince anyone to really do anything. Yes. But at this moment, he's trying to convince Loki not to not to go further than he's already gone. So now is the point where he's like, oh, he's, he's going off script. Let me, get, let me try and get him back on, on the same page. But Loki's, you know, he's determined. So Loki now, he's going back even further. He's going back to season one, episode one, where in a moment where he and Mobius have met and this little bit of interrogation, Loki has on his like little time collar and Loki basically lays out the plan for Mobius. He's like, listen, you're going to you're gonna show me my life. You're going to show me how I die. You're going to show me how my friends and family, Ragnarok, blah, blah, blah. But listen, I, real talk, I need your help. And he says, listen, how do you choose who lives or dies? And Moby says, "Well, I mean, we don't really choose. It's the timekeepers. They do. They they tell us how to who to who to prune and when to prune." Mobius, uh, and, stand up. Yeah, and Mobius to, to kind of illustrate a point to Loki tells a story of you know yeah these these hunters were sent out to kill a variant that would go that would go on to kill five thousand people, but when the hunters got to the scene to prune this you know this variant this murderous variant, they found that the variant would was an eight year old boy, and this hunter froze hunter that had no problem pruning before just just froze and it caused chaos it caused more variants to pop up it caused a whole lot of people dying 
Um, you got to keep the big picture in mind because if you don't take care of the, the thing in front of you, more chaos will ensue. Mobius tells Loki, listen, most purpose is more burden than glory. And trust me, you never want to be the guy who avoids it because you can't live with the burden. Uh, and, and in this story, Mobius says, and it, you know, it took, it took uh, one other hunter to kill, to, to prune the eight-year-old boy to fix the problem. And of course, Loki clocks that Mobius was the, the one who froze, the, the one who froze yes. wasn't able to prune the eight-year-old boy. Loki says, well, how do you live with that? Mobius says, it's, it's about scar tissue. That's, that's what we do. Uh, Mobius then reveals that the partner was Ravana Renslayer, who, you know, we haven't seen for a minute, but we remember she's, she's still out here somewhere. Uh, Mobius says, no. out at this point. <laughs> yeah. Mobius says that Ravana knew that the hard thing that had to be done, there is no comfort. You just choose your burden. And this again, we've had we've had multiple kind of like light bulb moments here. Mm -hmm. And this is another light bulb moment for Loki where he knows he kind of knows at this point what he has to do. He has to take on the burden. He has to choose to be uncomfortable. He has to choose to do the hard thing. Uh Lobi Lobius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Couple name, Lobius. Um <laughs> the amount of times we put their names together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh Loki gets up, he shakes Mobius's hand. And everything goes black. Everything spaghettifies around Loki. Oh, that leaving was him. painful. So painful. Leaving him in the black. And then we go We go back to, again, that moment where all of the variants uh, that don't remember Loki are all together. together, And then they all spaghettify. Um, you know, it's the same thing we saw earlier. But but this time, Loki is able to just turn his hand. To, hold on. To, uh, you can't see my hand. To turn no. his hand and stop, sp oh, stop everything bit. spaghettiing, and uh, he he t he stops it right before Sylvie spaghettifies. So he talks to Sylvie, says, "Listen, we're outside of time right now," um, and he tells her about all his travels and all that he's learned. He says he's out of options right now, and the only way they survive, and Sylvie basically clocks. He's like, "Listen, the only way to survive is to kill me. Is that what it is? <laughs> you, you're gonna kill me to stop me from killing from killing who remains, and." You know, uh, some some other shows would be would have Sylvie go. Well, if you have to do it, you have to do it. I realize my error now in killing he who remains. And she's like, no, I let you kill me. <laughs> I'm not giving every, you my blessing to kill me. Every Taylor Sheridan show we've watched would have been like, yes, as a woman, it is do. only yeah. my job to further the story. <laughs> to further the man's story by being killed. Yeah, exactly. Um so you know loki says it's listen but it's it's either it's either the sacred timeline or nothing i have to i have to make this hard choice sylvie says well listen the sacred timeline like ain't all that great it's for the death and destruction and so and you know do you want to be the god that takes away free will by just erasing the variants and people that step off the sacred timeline what good is you know loki says what good is free will if everyone's mm -hmm. dead and sylvie says well listen you can replace this one is one bad thing with something else. Sometimes it's okay to destroy the existing uh, structure, the existing, uh, I mean, culture, if you will, to replace <laughs> it with something better. Mm, um, where have we heard that before? I'm telling you, it's 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 paralleling right now. It's it's paralleling all, all together. So, you know, this this is basically the end of it. Loki says, "Fine, yeah, that's I'll make my decisions." And he kind of everything kind of disappears. He disappears, 
and we're we're back again to where we left off in this in the last episode where we are right back to the loom room before victor goes out and gets spaghettified no this isn't the start of this podcast episode this is the, this is the now because i said the exact same thing to start the episode we're back in the loom room before victor goes out but this time before victor goes out loki's like you know what i got it i'm going out there no suit no nothing just him he says he knows what he wants and what kind of God he needs to be for them all. And he goes out to the loom room, no protection. And it's ripping him apart until it reveals. And it's just, it's just ripping off his clothes. And we're like, are we, are we about to get some, some naked Tom Hiddleston? Why not? <laughs> yeah. But it basically, and as the clothes are getting ripped off, he makes himself a cape. He makes himself some really long horns. Now we've seen Loki have long horns before, but they were more of a majestic kind of golden yes. horn. This is more of a crude, like you know, real kind of sturdy stuff. Like he's he's got a he's got a fun little outfit on. So you know he's in he's maybe in his god moment right now because he's got his horns, his 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 ceremonial horns, if you will. And so Loki uses magic to destroy the loom, basically. He he just, you know, of course, we're not going to get it explained, explained. But he Never. holds up his hands and just kind of goes, uh, and loom goes, branches go everywhere. It's dark. It doesn't destroy everything around it. Uh, because the loom room is still intact. We see our, mm -hmm. our other characters in the loom room kind of looking out. Um, it's all dark. Everything powers down. We, we can we can see the physical branches everywhere um and loki is is out in there he's out with the branches he grabs the branches and kind of magics them back to life he energizes them with his magic um and it causes this green energy to kind of flow through them how did you yeah. feel about the kind of design of this like did you did you like how how this sequence went when it went uh came together in a way right i yes so i think immediately it was the way it was all tattered and new rock stars actually talked about this too um because you know as someone that's not christian i don't want to like equate stuff to jesus but it very much felt like you know the bearing the cross um every mm -hmm. movie scene we've seen where they just walk um with <laughs> the cross behind their back and you know jesus is like Walk, that it's just it was so that imagery with the ta uh, tattered like clothes and stuff so it just it felt so powerful and now I'm thinking back I don't think there was a lot of dialogue either no. so to give us you know a good what um I should have I wish I timed it because it was so powerful but you know a good a little bit of the ending to be no dialogue just Tom Hiddleston acting his literal ass off, his clothes off. Um, and, you know, to, to then see that transformation, not just of the show, not just of Marvel, not just of Loki, but really of a person that was so afraid of losing, was so afraid of being alone to now this, right? And, right. Um, and then I said, Spider-Man is back. Because all these, like, pulling the branches together, all I could think of was Spider-Man just constantly um, having to put his body on the line to keep things together. Um, we saw it with the ship scene, of course. Then, um, I mean, OG Spider-Man with the trains. Mm -hmm. every, every piece of that. So I just, it very much to me felt like Marvel almost doing like this is our moment. 
and well, I'm listen, Sasha, with great power comes great responsibility. But, um, oh so God. you know, now Loki has this. Yes. Loki has the power now, so he has to have the responsibility to mm-hmm. carry this. You know, he talked about the the God parallel. He's 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 doing this for everyone else's sins, right? For for all the variant sins, he's he's letting those branches stay. He's letting them live. He's letting them keep their timelines, keep their place in the timeline. He's he's putting all the burden on himself. And it's interesting how this is the climax, right, to this season, to this property. But it's not a. I mean, it's 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 CGI heavy, but it's mm-hmm. not two CGI monsters bashing into each other. Uh, you know, not to keep crapping on Secret Invasion, but like Secret Invasion and like a lot of Marvel properties. Yep. It's like this, not even Marvel, superhero properties. Yeah, agreed. Where agreed. CGI monsters battle, where our heroes battle CGI monster, and, and that's the end. Loki doesn't fight anyone, really. He just takes a, he takes it upon himself to to go through a journey, to to go through something and to do something for the greater good. But that's a great hero moment in and of itself. It's not about defeating the monster. It's not about defeating the enemy. It's about taking something on yourself. He doesn't even really fight Kang anywhere. I mean, he remains no. anywhere through this. He doesn't engage in battle, if you will. Uh, so I think that's a really interesting way to end a superhero property with the in the non-traditional cliche way. Uh, it also yeah. it also reminds me a little of She-Hulk, right? Because as say what you will about the ending of She-Hulk, but they were innovative in the way they ended their their show too. So that's and that's they also called literally what you just said out, right? They were just like, mm-hmm. no, it's cliche. We don't want this like big bad coming together at the end, and that's the only way. I think it's so fitting for Loki the character and the series in a way, but like Loki the character deserves this right where it's more about wits it's more about his own journey because i feel like since we met him like what 14 years ago oh my god um or however long it's been um yeah it it's always been about him right like hate him versus thor him trying to get um you know his dad like odin's uh you know crumbs of uh, approval Mm -hmm. any kind of approval yeah yeah it's just always been more about that than like him being this like huge adversary or this huge hero it doesn't matter it's just it's always been ah loki you ankle biter because you're getting you know you're not getting your way so to see him from there to now this did feel like the best way to be and um Funny enough, th- this kept coming up, but but I didn't feel like I wanted to bring it up yet because because it wasn't clicking yet. But um, when we see the the you know uh, he who remains uh, like is it it's Citadel the Citadel mm-hmm. that he who remains is in, um, it's very much uh the the Japanese art form right of kintsugi where it's um you use gold to repair cracks to make something even more valuable once it's broken, uh like that it's a, a known thing and and I kept seeing that over and over right like where there, it's obvious that there was cracks maybe during the war maybe when Renslayer right was with he who remains like when they were back and. It doesn't matter, but it very much was those cracks. But then, Jason, we see those 
the same thing. We see the Citadel. We see the end of time, rather. I don't know if it's just the Citadel even. But we see that moment. And when Loki, right, goes on the invisible bridge um, and starts, like, walking up, the gold starts coming out um, yeah. of the cracks. And it becomes his throne. So it's almost like, what does it look like to not be broken anymore? Because we're doing things the right way. Yeah, true. And, and Loki, who, you know, when we saw him early Loki who wanted to be adored it felt like yes. as, from, as from being a god um he wanted he wanted to he's one of his subjects to grovel before him but now mm-hmm. he he is going to be that he's going to be you called it uh last last episode he's going to be the god of stories right mm-hmm. so he's doing this now but no one's really going to know no one's going to be adoring loki no one's going to be praying to loki because no one's really going to know who's behind the scenes keeping timelines alive so yep. he's doing this out of the you know out of the goodness of his heart i guess uh with no adoration but he's choosing he's choosing that path um i do think it was an oversight not to include he who remains maybe realizing he's been beat realizing that right. his, his his script has been you know written off uh so i thought that was interesting not to really include that at all but hey uh, i can't really complain uh because the way they 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 made this happen you know he's going through and he's touching the timeline energizing them keeping them alive gathering the gathering them together um you know he's you can see his cape at some point turns into the branches which is so beautiful i loved that yeah and so he's got his little throne made from branches he sits and he takes his place on his throne as we see the citadel that once was crumbling around him. Mm-hmm. Um, and we zoom out and it's a big tree. And this is so impactful because it's Yggdrasil, the, a, a.k.a. the world tree that is, um, you know, alive in a lot of the Thor mythos. Mm-hmm. They, they, it's, it's early on in the MCU when Thor, you know, if you remember from the first Thor movie, Thor explains to Jane what the world tree is and it, it binds together all the realms. So it's really fitting that Loki chooses this kind of design, right? It's not a loom anymore. It's it's a it's a tree. Instead of two ends coming out the sides, now the top and bottom. It's got roots. It's got branches. So it, the fact that he, you know, he kind of chose that design for the new structure of how time goes is very interesting and so fitting and just calling forth back into his his past so i just thought that was was so wonderful yeah and in my mind actually i was like did he even choose it or is that just now the new manifestation right because this was Mm -hmm. all inside loki right like the you know you didn't need me like was very wizard of oz right like it was always inside you yeah. um you know courage was always right like within you you always had a brain blah 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 that's what it felt like to me almost where it was like oh is this just the normal thing right like it's not even that loki planned it loki just decided yep this is how i'm gonna bring them together and then his manifestation because you know at the end of the day Spoiler alert, he is a good guy. Wow, who would have thunk? And just, you know, a full-on good guy, right? Like, no anti-hero, none of that. Just straight-up good guy. That a tree, you know, giving birth, like, it's, there's so many metaphors, right, that you can write thesis on um, Mm -hmm. about how it just all intersects. And another thing I was thinking about, Jason, is that now that we don't have a loom, we we it's a tree we almost get to breathe no, you know no yeah. pun intended with a tree um where we can breathe because 
it can go a little bit haywire and that's okay. It doesn't need pruning, which to me felt like a setup all along for the tree, right? Pruning, branches, yes, all exactly. of this, right? Like everything you think about was leading us to this tree. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, so yeah, does that mean that no one's going to die? Like what, what does that equal? It's like, is the new MCU just going to be on vibes only because, um, and sorry, I forgot to bring this up, but I highlighted it in my notes. The intro is backward. Yes, I, I totally forgot that. I love yeah. that. Loved it when we were kind of going back from the from the studio's logo yes. to, to from where it begins. So fantastic. I mean, and Loki's done this all season. Has, mm. has been uh, innovative with the with the opening title sequence. So I I really love that that they did that here in, in this episode as well. Yeah, so that's why I'm almost like, again, in my mind, it all fits together. I'm a Marvel simp. It's who I am. Whatever. Come for me. But it just, to me, thinking about that backward sequence, are we saying that nothing, you know, anything can be turned back now because of this? And that's why now all these branches are going to just equal right more stories again you and i have not seen the marvels so this is no like spoiler we just we this is just a question that i have like is this leading us now to all of our faves coming back because they've literally rewinded time yeah i mean well from what i can tell this is this is this specific thing's not gonna have any bearing on on the marvels right um, oh, but but so i i don't know um I, i'm still curious on how they're going to bring all these different concepts together of like the multiverses we saw from dr strange the timelines you see here how are they going to make that all make sense within the greater marvel universe i'm very curious to see how they do that but yeah so that's pretty much the end of loki himself this is the last time we kind of really see anything substantial from loki we see a little bit of him at the very end but this is the last time we really see anything substantial from loki he's he's now taking his place on the throne and the it just simply says after he takes his place we get a title card after it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I said not even dot, dot, dot. You gave me a period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was after. in shock. 
I was so in literal shock. We come back to the TVA. Everything is running normally. It's you know we don't know what happened. We haven't we have Miss Minutes back, but apparently she's been factory reset. <laughs> Allegedly, because Casey don't know. Yeah, back to her normal setting. Uh, she's still a little buggy, but she's she's back. Uh, they're like, are are we sure she's not gonna kill us? And they're like, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully not. Uh, so <laughs> Beastine, who really got the short end of the stick here? I think this season so underwritten. I, I can't even. I just it's annoying to me, really. Yeah, B15 and Renslayer, mm-hmm. I feel yep. like just uh, were it, it, like, you know, almost a fart in the wind, right? Like, it didn't make sense for us to have these powerful actors and characters and stories and for them to just be on vibes, like on the side. Yeah. I, I exactly. didn't, I agree with you. I didn't enjoy that. Even though, again, we know that they, in the story, they have uh, like their side characters, but somehow they're the, the, biggest side characters because now b15 is um you know it's run by uh tva is run by b15 i believe that's what uh, it seems it like because it's like yeah, yeah it seems like she has a she has a substantial role in what's happening mm. um it, but it, it, from what i can tell it doesn't seem like there's just one person in charge it seems to be run by committee in a way um so yeah she b15 visits with mobius um, he tells her, listen, I've been I've been doing I've been getting reports on different he remains variants, checking them out, making sure they don't find out about the TVA, making sure they don't understand what's happening here, that they cannot, I guess that they cannot be in control of time again. We've taken time yeah. away from the he remains variants, aka the Kang grains. Interestingly enough, Kang never really gets name checked at all. So in okay, Loki the yeah. series. So one thousand percent, but I feel like they're breadcrumbing us with Kang. Mm-hmm. So here's um why, and this very again comes from New Rock Stars. So um when Mobius opens the the file, it's pictures from Ant Man. Yeah, so he he mentions yeah, uh, you know we had to we had to take care of one in a six one six adjacent realm, mm-hmm. which which you know gives me quantum realm, and that six one six is that universe of the MCU. Exactly. Uh, movies, so yeah, they're talking about the the Kang from Quantumania there. Yep. I don't know what you know. I guess they were keeping an eye on it, and then you know, Kang got taken care of by Ant Man. So like, okay, well, but then that there's was a cool. post, a mid credit scene. Sorry, right where a bunch of Kangs because um, yeah. a, mm-hmm. a, there was a bunch of writing in there that talked about many different Kangs, but yeah. it's not giving us like full on explanation of what that means or what the TVA is doing or or like you said like did time get taken away from that we don't know but the point is like it seems like at least the TVA is aware of these people and i right. think so marvel they're, they're keeping an eye on it which yeah cuz marvel is only keeping an eye on it <laughs> yeah which makes you wonder if we would ever get like the TVA in, in any other property i don't know if we would have a b15 should pop up or anything like that in, in a more in a in a different marvel project um maybe in a secret wars or king dynasty uh right. where we have to check in with the tva that would be fun and interesting but i don't think they want to not going to waste the time explaining who, who b15 is but maybe she'll just pop up and be like hey i'm b15 i'm in charge of tva this is what we do blah 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 blah, blah. Yep. but those that have seen loki will know oh my god that's b15 um, right. because uh you know shockingly well, it's not going to be Mobius because we find out later that right before the big meeting in the war room, B15 and Ugh. Mobius talk again, and Mobius tells her, "Listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna, gonna quit. I, I really have to see. I have to go out there and see what we, we've been protecting." 
Mm -hmm. B-15 says, well, listen, if you ever want a seat in the war room, it's yours. Just just ask. Uh, She asks, are are you scared to go out there? He says, oh, yeah, most definitely. Uh, And then B-15 enters the war room, and it's very busy in there. So a lot's going on. It looks like they're, you know, B-15 is part of, I I think that's, this is supposed to give us the indication that this is a, this is a, 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 TVA is run by committee. It's not just one yes. person running it. It's a big planning thing. It's a lot of people involved. We see the judge again, who we saw earlier, um, you know, in the, in the season. Um, the sleepy guy is back, too. The sleepy guy. The oh, one that he... was asleep uh, the last time we saw the judges uh, all together. Oh, yeah. That guy, he's still there. Them. Yeah, I was like, what is he doing here? Um, also, we have new um, uniforms, like all white. Uh, mm-hmm. with the yeah. with the hat so again don't know what that means but i think it's just and i don't think it matters it's just i think for us to believe that tva is changing yeah they don't really they don't really which, which kind of bugged me out a little bit they don't really give us a good indication on what mm-hmm. the tva does now and what their mission statement is so i wish they had stopped down a little bit and given us a little more of a indication of what we the got TVA a um poster that's all we got where we right like, after loki becomes a tree it just says nurture the nature or something like that yeah so, so maybe they're they're you know humanitarily you yes. know keeping the they're timeline like a UN gonna, now yeah they're not gonna prune anymore maybe they'll go and maybe they'll go and talk you know defund the tva they'll, they'll go and talk they'll go instead of sending out a pruner they'll send out someone to go talk to these variants and be like you know, maybe you should be doing this. You're acting up. Get it yeah. together. Don't don't leave your branch. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so and we get a we get more a little montage. You see, Ob now he has a new set of TVA handbooks. It seems like maybe he's rewritten the handbook, and we're going to get a you know a little more of that again. We see we see little Victor Timely again, but I think that what we're supposed to get from here is that they're not gonna. Throw a t- they're not gonna throw a guidebook in his window to make him deviate from his branch. He's just gonna he's gonna be that little that little engineering kid. Uh, so who knows what Victor Timely will be without the guidance of the TVA guidebook? Um, that's interesting. So we're not gonna get we're not this this Victor the older Victor Timely's not gonna be this guy that we saw. He's gonna be probably a totally different person. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. And um, I I don't know why I found that so powerful too where he just looks back and he's like okay cool like it's almost like somewhere somehow it was supposed to happen Mm -hmm. and right like um and it we know why but I'm just saying according to just that um timeline it was like someone literally stepped in and said no 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 we cool we don't want more timelies or we don't want more kangs or he remains it's almost like a feeling of like deja vu in reverse i feel like something was supposed to happen right then but it didn't like but okay i guess i was going like my my canon event what happened right (laughs) yeah exactly um so we finally check back in with ravana renslayer oh lord she's been missing for like an episode and a half she wakes up. It seems like she's back at the end of time, but she turns to like her her side and sees a pyramid. I'm like, okay, what's that all about? Well, we've seen this before. Um, Where, this place, have? it's that. Yeah, it's the end of. It's a place at the yeah. end of time. But did we see a pyramid then? Yes, because I oh, remember okay. before people being like, I think that's Kang or he, Jonathan Majors, like whatever oh. version of him uh like it seems like his nose oh, so i believe we've seen it before okay um, um so ravana's yeah. there she's like looking all around she's like she don't know where she's at um but interestingly enough there's like a, a wind blows some grass off the floor 
and it's it's uh always what is it always in time or something like that mm. time time always and so that i guess that's that site is where the tva once stood at the end of time um it's like okay interesting and then all of a sudden we hear this kind of like growly kind of uh you know voice and it's a pro I, I most likely we didn't have the, we didn't have the money in the budget to show but it's probably Elias again right yeah the yeah people. it's yeah i feel yeah. like everyone is talking about it being Elias. yeah we don't got the budget to show the big uh destruction cloud but it's Elias. trust us and mm-hmm. uh and you know it, she gives a look and it looks like she's she's ready to face Elias. and you know i guess I, I don't know what this means for her. I would assume she's going to maybe defeat Alive. I don't know what that means. I doubt we'll ever see Ravonna Renslayer again, but I think we're supposed to be okay with the fact that she's going to, she's going to hold her own. We know that she's going to be good here. Yeah, I believe, um, and this is a, another theory I saw, but I believe that like she knows Alive. Like the way she's looked at it, she's like, no, I've made you my bitch before. That yeah, like, felt like to me, right? She was just like, ah, we meet again. To, you know, like sit, kneel, like you yeah. know, almost like a dog. That's what I feel like is going to happen. Yeah, it feels like if we had if we had a season three, we would go to the end of time and Ravana right. would be running the end of time and using Elias as her like as her pet, as her guard dog, as a whatever. She would run mm-hmm. that place. So maybe that's the ending we're supposed to kind of imagine for Ravana because I don't think we're ever going to revisit this in any other property again because they really like like B15 gave her shit all to do really this season we had that awesome episode with her and timely but after that or just like blah they kind of took her off the board and left her off the board um so that yeah. sucks but that's where that's where he left that's really ravana um so we we come back to mobius and we come back to dawn mobius's original you know ta- sacred timeline self who who mobius is supposed to be and Mobius is looking mm-hmm. on as Don plays with his kids and has the life that, you know, Mobius wondered about. He wondered who he was. So now he's seeing who he was on a sacred timeline, um, looking on wistfully. Right. And you yeah. know, Sylvie comes up behind him, says, hey, what's up? Like, oh, man, it's weird. Loki isn't here. Right. He's like, yes, yeah, so weird. She says, well, Sylvie tells him, I'll see you around. She says, where, he says, where are you going? She, says, she just basically shrugs her shoulders. She says, eh. I don't know. I'm going to kick around a little bit. Maybe go work at Burger King. See if they're any different from McDonald's. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she asked him what he's going to do. He's <laughs> like, he's like, maybe I'll just stick around for a bit and let time pass as he looks on at his life. He should have been leading. Um, so I think, I think, I wonder what always his plan is. He's going to stalk Don uh, and just see what his life is like. If I was, if I was Mobius, I would pop up and be like, Hey, my name is Ron. I'm your lost, long lost twin brother. Uh, you didn't know I Oh, imagine because twins run in the family. That's yeah. why you have twins and me too. Yeah. I'm your secret brother. You didn't know you had him and I you know be part of your life so i can see how i would have lived or and he's help raise like, our kids together yeah is he just gonna like lurk from the shadows and, <laughs> and see what his life oh would have been God. like i think yeah i think he's very much gonna pop in and out as necessary uh, we also got a fun easter egg here where the file that mobius gets um says like m whatever bunch of numbers apparently that is the comic that Mobius and Mobius was introduced uh, in Fantastic oh, okay. Four. So cool. th- again, it's like we're going back to yeah our like roots. Okay. 
I just again roots. Here we are, but it. I just I'm obsessed with these silly Easter eggs because they, they don't mean anything. But I think they give us podcasters or people that like spend a lot of time decoding the series. I think um, things to dig into to say, like, does that mean it's Mobius's rebirth or is it that you're right? Does he become friends with Dawn? I see him very much as like, I go visit this point in time when I miss Loki and I need to know that like I'm doing this for good. Can I also say one more thing about Sylvie? No, you may not. Obviously. And I feel like <laughs> this is very mean. So that's uh-huh. why. And I and I don't need anyone to like, well, actually me. Because like, I get it. Okay, listeners, please. I, I'm, I'm just saying it as my like wish and theory. Since Sylvie is now on vibes only, right? She's like, eh, I don't know what I'll do. I'll just be out here. Why couldn't Sylvie and Loki switch places? Because <laughs> our <laughs> Loki wanted I mean, to be friends he wanted to you know be with everyone Sylvie did not and you know another criticism of the show I will levy is that we mm. did we got no real closure for Sylvie and Loki um, no. and what could have been with them there was no even real hint at their mm. connection romance it was just it was a little let down for me and to not and to just have Sylvie be kind of a wandering nomad, I don't know if that's enough of a good closure for me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think I don't think we'll ever see her again. Maybe someone will prove some Marvel property will prove me wrong, but I wish we could have gotten a little more of a definitive what is Sylvie gonna be up to. Yeah, agreed. And and again, I don't know if this equals like a Loki versus Kang situation yeah. coming up for the Avengers. Um, but I don't, doesn't feel like it. I feel like poor Loki is like one perpetual tear is going to be in his eye, just hanging out alone with these damn timelines. What is he going to think about? I mean, but I don't know, but we do get, we do kind of get a a sense because we kind of zoom out and we go, we go back to Loki on his throne. We get a sense that Loki has witnessed this scene between Mobius and Sylvie and he's, I don't know how to read the expression on his face. I, I I think I would probably say he's at peace. Maybe he's happy that his friends are, are yeah. able to live their lives while he has to sit there and hold all the branches together and, and be there and everything. Um, but yeah, and that is, that's the last moment of the series is Loki just kind of looking at peace in a way. I think it's a great way to end, to end the series, to end the season, to have Loki, uh, fulfilling his glorious purpose, right? That's what he's talked about. But he didn't know what his purpose was. He didn't know how to get to his purpose. He just thought his purpose was to rule his subjects with an iron fist, but it was a very different purpose. He had to carry the burden mm-hmm. of others to fulfill that purpose. And we've really come full circle on the Loki character. And that's that's where we that's where we leave him. I mean, do I am do I <laughs> Do am I happy with the explanation of how he got these powers? Of his friendship? No, not really. Yeah. But I'm happy that we've cut, we've rehabilitated the character, and mm-hmm. he's going to be he's pivotal now to the universe, and that means we'll probably at some point in time get more Loki in a Marvel project. It won't be his own show, probably. I would assume it's going to be in Secret Wars or Kang, uh, Kang Dynasty, that we will be getting more Loki. So I'm excited about that. Um, but yeah, how 
how is this all going to come together? How is Kang still going to be a threat if seemingly Kang is not in charge anymore? It's, I feel like Marvel loves to do this to us. Mm-hmm. Where they're just like, mm, we gave you something, but we will never tell you how it all comes together or like yeah. wait on it, right? Like that's all. Cause uh, I was reading another article where, or it might have been the same, y'all. I don't know. But anyway, another, another piece of a conversation said like there's many, many more stories of Loki to be told. What the hell does that mean? And where will they be? Give us crumbs. I mean, listen, we're going to, I wonder if they will just tell us, listen, uh, multiverses aren't the same as timelines, right? They're two different concepts. Right. So there can still be many Kangs, but he won't be involved in timelines or time, but there will still be many Kangs. There will still be many Lokis that we can see, Mm -hmm. not just this one Loki. This is one Loki. But remember, we have, we still have a Loki that, that exists that, you know, went through Thor the Dark World, went through Thor Ragnarok, was killed by Thanos. That's mm-hmm. still a Loki. So there could be many other Lokis in many other different ways um, yeah. to 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 see Lokis. And I, I can't, I, I like I've been saying, I want them to give us a unified theory about what are timelines or the difference between multiverses. How do they all fit and come together? Now, those that have seen the Marvels may tell me, hey, dummy, it's in the Marvels. Uh, yeah, that's right. Look yet. at all of us. Yeah, saying that because people are going crazy about a mid credit scene i again yes. i don't know what it is so like there really is nothing for me to spoil but yeah. now i'm like we're saying all this and watch it all be an answer that in a movie we just yeah. haven't seen yet so something major has happened in the marvels that informs mm-hmm. not jonathan uh, the mcu majors. not jonathan majors maybe I, who knows uh he could oh, be in Lord. it i don't know but maybe you know that that you know and they've been telling us uh in the lead up to the mm-hmm. marvels this is the moment everything changes witness the future of the mcu and apparently they 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 fulfilled their promise um uh, but like like we said we don't know what it is yet neither neither of us have seen the movie we've been mm-hmm. too busy um i'm hoping I'm to glad. see it i before think the i am a Oh, good for you. I don't know that that's happening for me. But I also will say, yeah, as a spoiler person, it would have been so hard for me to, like, not talk about the Marvel series. I'm grateful that I did not see it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, you know, future of Marvel, who knows? We have no idea. Uh, I Mm -hmm. hope... You know, I, I'm I'm hoping in that they give us what I and I think what a lot of people want is another yes. meeting between Thor and Loki and another conversation between them um, to really kind of let Thor see that his ne'er do well brother is now a full fledged hero um, mm-hmm. that is helping humanity, that is holding everything together, and for him to be proud of his brother and for his you know, for Loki to see Thor again, I would love that. You know, if this was. I found it interesting that that this finale really kind of only encompassed the show and mm-hmm. we couldn't get anything like can you imagine a Chris Hemsworth cameo in this in this thing like he goes back in, far enough into time where we see a conversation between Loki and Thor I would have lost my friggin mind and it's if this the was way like, the budget is set up. Yeah, it's the budget. And if, if this was like an animated project or something, we probably could have gotten mm-hmm. that. But since since yeah. we do have to deal with the with the restraints, with the constraints of humanity, <laughs> we can't just put a voice on it. Uh, we have to have the actual person. Uh, we didn't get that, but I'm I'm waiting and wishing for that Thor Loki reunion for that Thor Loki scene. 
Um, I think we wanted that for like every one of our shows, right? Like Mm -hmm. I feel like we've always called out one person that we wish we could come and have a whole conversation or have that moment for our character to truly like tie it up in a pretty little bow. But it's unfortunate that Disney just isn't or Marvel, you know, I don't care. However, the politics break down aren't willing to like invest you know yes. fully into these we're talking shows. to you secret invasion um, yes so many conversations needed conversations that had both characters in the show carol? but she never bothered getting them yeah with carol davers beam down please um anyway i don't want i don't want to end this by going all no, secret invasion I can't. we're not gonna yes. fight uh yes. listen loki uh we have eulogized you you did a great job you have restored people's faith in the mcu again yeah I, I think it goes to prove that the MCU is not a monolith. It's not all good, not all bad. There will be varying mm. degrees of good and bad. Just like you just have to yeah. live with it. Yeah. Yes, I love that. Um, and I also I think goes without saying, right? Like Loki, obviously above Secret Invasion. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. and for me, above Ant Man. Uh, yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, in the hierarchy of the MCU TV projects. I know Miss oh. Marvel is tops for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where would you put Loki in regards to Miss Marvel? Number two. Number two. Number two. Um, okay. Yeah, because again, I just Miss Marvel is just personally um great, mm-hmm. but also um I just think Moon Knight is pretty high for me compared to I think other people, just because I enjoyed it. Uh, but yeah, Loki Loki's number two. What about you? I think Loki might have to take my top spot. I think yeah, Ms. Marvel no, would take my Ms. Marvel take my second spot. Yeah. Moon Knight probably is at three for me because I loved a lot of parts of Moon Knight, but mm-hmm. it felt like it didn't mm-hmm. really know what it was talking about or doing at certain times. It got really sloppy. It got hard to understand, hard to figure out where we were going. And and listen, we just watched Loki where it was hard to understand sometimes, but we loved it. But Moon Knight at times was hard to understand in a bad way, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And then we've got She-Hulk probably under that. And then, of course, in the dumps, Secret Invasion. Mm-hmm. What if it's yeah. somewhere around there? I don't know where to put it. Uh, it's kind of a separate thing in my mind. Exactly. I was like, no, we got to let it be. No. I don't want to think about probably it. Probably missing another. Oh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Ugh. Oh, my. I can't. I, the point is I can't go back that far yeah. Yeah, to like rank right everything it. now. Yeah, I, you know, I'm still missing a whole bunch. We got Hawkeye. We got other stuff. But we'll forget the ranking for right now. Yeah, um, no, I think we'll try to do like, because Miss Marvel is the only reason we talked about that one. It's in our top three or three to five. You know, top five yeah. is fine to talk about. Plus, I will say like Miss Marvel is very relevant to the Marvels. So True, for sure. A resurgence, um, if you will. Yeah. Um, Sasha, is there any other anything else you want to get off your chest about Loki the series before we uh, we start winding this thing down? No, I I really think that it was beautiful. It felt different. Um, not and and we obviously talked about the Thor Loki, and there are sure a few things that we wished could have come, but that's just us as fans. It's not necessarily like oh, this killed the show or anything. Yeah, no, it just no, it was no. very much like. What an interesting way to go. And it wasn't bad, but how beautiful is the story and the writing and, you know, everyone that was involved, all the storytelling to to say that, like, there are multiple branches uh, for where this, like, really cool story can go. So I'm just I'm grateful for that Um, and just just happy to be here and talking to you about it. 
Well, can you tell everyone where they can find you? What other projects you're working on right now? Yes, things are winding down for me as well. So I'm only, not only, I'm just kidding. But I chat, uh, celebrity gossip, hot topics, you name it. I'm talking about it over on Mess Magnets with Kirsten McKenna's. We will be talking Britney's book um, starting next week. So if you want to know more about her memoir, come check us out over on the Mess Feed. And um, I'm talking Below Deck Med with Chappelle. We did come back. You know, we were mega late, but we did cover episode six and seven uh, over on the Rob has a podcast YouTube channel. Or if you just want to listen to us, check up the Bravo TV wrap ups feed as well. Um, and I well, it doesn't matter, but I guess on Big Brother stuff, honestly, it's over. Let's leave it behind. Um, and secret. Uh, no. And House of Villains. Oh, my God. House of Villains um, coverage might be coming. Coming back. Uh, let's see. So keep Ooh. an eye out on my Twitter at funsize underscore oh four. Oh, and I was on Renap um this week as well. Kirsten McKenna's and I um were on with Rob uh, and Akiva just chatting um drafts, like silly draft things. So it was really fun. Um I have probably the most cracked drafts. Are y'all surprised? So go check that out and vote for my draft to win. No, I'm just kidding. What about you, Jason? <laughs> uh, yeah, the folks can find me on Twitter at J-A-Y-R-1-0-8-5. Uh, at the moment, if you want to hear me talking about some stuff, I'm easy to find. I got a bunch of stuff happening. Uh, I'm talking about the show Married at First Sight over on my podcast, A Perfect Match with Asia Welch. Uh, that season uh, is on its third or fourth episode, and we're having a great time talking about it. So check us out over there on the Rob Has Podcast or Hap Ups Network. Also, recently on the Hap Ups Network, I was talking 90 Day Fiance with our guy Puya. Um, Sasha and I are both uh, frequent guests <laughs> on that show. So if you want to hear us talk, talk 90 Day with Puya, go. Yeah, you go over there. Um, here on Post Show Recaps, I got a few things happening. I've got Invincible with Gia Worthy. You know, multiverses are the thing nowadays. Inv Invincible is tackling multiverses over there. Big Brother was doing multiverses this season. Uh, this is a multiverse concept in Loki. <laughs> so, uh, multiverses are very popular. Also, talking Gilded Age with Marissa Garza. Also, talking. Uh, Lawman Bass Reeves with Chappelle. That may only be a one and done, but we talked about the premiere um, <laughs> over there. So go check us out there as well. Um, yeah, that's it for me. Uh, and, you know, this was a blast. Thank you so much, Sasha, for joining me. It's always fun talking with you about anything, really. But of course, we, this is our third MCU project, and I hope to do many more in the future. Yeah. Until then, <laughs> until then, we have realized. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family 
cannolis and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.